Hey everyone, today is Monday, the 6th of November, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 686. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gioris here, and uh, it's, a, it's a Monday. It's a slower week. Yep. Things are happening, um, <clears throat> but we got some games we can talk about. I, I thought, potentially, because it is earlier on in the week, it, yep. it could be a, uh, a quiet one. But every time I look over, there's just like three more games there's added more to this games, list. Yeah, it keeps getting fucking bigger and bigger. I'm glad we're not doing it on a Wednesday. Otherwise, <laughs> by then, good lord. Yeah, be a three-hour show. Be fucking long as fuck. Uh, yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, so it is a Monday, and uh, it's, it's hot as well. Hey, it's it's hot, or is it just my room? I think I it's just you. It's just it's just your room, man. It's not that hot. Yeah. It's no. what is it? What is it? It's it cold before. Twenty one. Um, yeah, yeah I, just, I just had to turn my fucking fan down. I was supposed to go camping on the weekend. Hmm. Uh, all prepped. I was all prepped. So I uh, did a big anaconda. Um, like <coughs> buy. Yeah, uh, is that the one down at uh, across from IKEA? That one. Across from no, IKEA. No, 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 no. The one. Um, at, what do they call it? Moore Park Business Center. The camping oh, wow. store there. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I just did it. I bought online. I purchased it online. Uh, I'm not fucking, it was a click, I did a big click frenzy purchase. Hmm. Uh, but they had a big sale on and I bought a bunch of stuff and because I was going camping anyway and, you know, I went and did big camp audit to work out what I needed to get rid of or to replace and whatnot. Need a new camping chair and a couple of other bits and bobs, new headlamp. Um, and, uh, yeah, gets to fucking Thursday night. Weather forecast is going to rain. It's pissing down rain. It's pissing down rain. And, uh, I'm like, well, whatever, you know, camping's camping. That's how it goes. Uh, but, uh, the other people that we were going camping with had small children and, uh, no. You don't no. want to go camping with small children in the rain. Uh, it's fine. You don't go camping with small children. That's your problem. Ha! No, it's like if if they can sleep, it's fine because you just send them to bed as soon as it goes dark, right? But uh, yeah, if it's raining, they're trapped inside the whole time. But they're trapped inside a space the size of my fucking desk, and uh, they go cr- crazy. So it's just not worth it. I've done it once, and it was just fucking shitastic. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll go camping in the rain. I don't mind that. Uh, like, yeah, I would. I would more readily go camping in rain than I would with a total fire ban. I would rather go camping in the rain than I would go camping with a total fire ban. Because if you can't have a fire, there's there's zero point in my opinion to going camping. I literally, it's cooking shit on over an open fire. I live. I live for that. That's what camping is to me. Uh, if you don't come back from camping smelling of like smoke, campfire smoke, complete waste of fucking time. You just you just sat there out there getting ticks for no reason at all. Um, and we got the bad ticks too. We got the ticks that make you allergic to red meat. You seen this shit? No. There's, That's there's why I don't get camping. There's a tick. It bites you, and you're allergic to red meat for life. Forever. For life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, See, what, what, this is why I stay indoors. Holy fuck. Get the get out of here. That That's fucked. Yeah. Staying indoors is smart. So anyway, didn't go camping. 
Uh, still went and uh, drank way too much booze and I played a video game called the Jackbox Party Pack 10. Right. And uh, let me tell you, it's not good. Hmm. Jackpot, like, I think we've talked about it before, right? A good Jackbox has three games. An okay Jackbox has two games. And a, a bad Jackbox has just one game that you could see yourself going back to. This mm. one has just one game that I could see myself going back to. And it is literally a sequel to another game, uh, another right. classic. It's uh, TKO 2. Right. And uh, if you've never played Jackbox before, it's basically you get a, an assortment of party games. You play these games on your phone. You load up the game on the TV. Uh, it, gets, it gives you like a room code. It spins up a room code. And then you join that room on your phone and then you play whatever the game is. Um, they vary in... The successfulness of them varies wildly. Uh, some of them are extremely good. Uh, some of them you have to kind of find the fun yourself. And uh, some of them are just flat out bad. Or the thing is, I've never played a Jackbox Party Pack solo. There is a chance that maybe these games are good when you are sober. <laughs> but it's yeah. called Party Pack and I play it while I'm partying. Okay, drinking. So, uh, yeah, no idea. No idea if maybe they're good sober, but they are not good in the party pack. They are do not succeed at what I want from something called a party pack. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, TKO is a game where you draw a bunch of pictures and then you write a bunch of slogans and then the pictures and slogans are sort of divvied up between all of the players and then you have to match a picture to a slogan uh, and then that's a t-shirt. Like it becomes a t-shirt and then, uh, yeah, people uh, vote on which combination of picture and slogan they like the most. Fucking hilarious. I've got a couple of shirts. You can buy the shirts afterwards. They are the sorts of things you can never wear outside because they're always... <laughs> Not only are they always, in our case anyway, fucking filthy. Um, one of them has the slogan, uh, has my wife's name on it, a drawing of a clown, and the slogan is pee in my mouth. Uh, I own that shirt. Can't wear it anywhere. I don't want it to pee in my mouth. But uh, someone bought it for me during one of our sessions, and yeah, there it is. Another one, the other problem is it's often like in-jokes that don't make sense to anyone who wasn't there or in some circumstances you seven months later because you're like well what the fuck does this mean another shirt i've got is a picture of a tiger in jail and it says she did it which is obviously a tiger king reference but like good yeah. that's not time why would i have that shirt <laughs> nobody would know anything about what that meant no. right that doesn't make any fucking yeah, 2019 sense. everyone would be like that's funny that is good that is good. And the other thing is, right, the reason I did it is because what I was saying before, because I was drinking when I when I was playing. I was I was actively fucking getting drunk. Um, 
this one makes some changes. Uh, you can now get tank tops or sweaters of your uh, designs for whatever reason. Um, and in the second round, instead of drawing a new picture, uh, in TKO 1, uh, you draw a new picture and that would be out of the pool. Uh, in this one, you can now edit someone else's picture you get given all of the pictures and you can sort of fucking mr squiggle onto someone else's picture uh and so and that's 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 a very good change i think uh because there's an added layer of comedy to taking someone's maybe maybe someone didn't draw penises everywhere for the first time in the history of video games and then you add penises everywhere and you take their very wholesome picture and, and turn it into a dick pic. Um, comedy gold. Comedy gold. Uh, so, yeah. That's a good change. TKO 2 is the only good game in the pack. Um, the rest of them are not successful at all. Worse still is that it's buggy as fuck. Like it is is rough. TK uh, TKO two in particular was very hard to do because there was a significant amount of lag between when you draw and when it would show up on the screen. So it it was like there was like a feedback loop, almost like when you can hear yourself talking through like your headset, right? Like you know how some people. Oh, I know I do. Whenever I can hear myself uh, talking, I just fuck it. It's like you're drunk. Yeah, I just sound drunk. Um, but yeah, like it was legit. Like you'd draw and then it would show up like a fraction of a second later and you'd be like, it'd sort of be following your finger and you would draw drunk as a result. So uh, yeah, there was that's that's not good. That's, that's bad. Um, but yeah, then you've got the other, the games and... They just didn't work, in my opinion. You had, uh, what was it? Fixie text, where you would get a text prompt, like tell dad why you won't be home for dinner. And then three people all at once would, would type a reply text. But... Like, uh, it just it wasn't very well thought out, in my opinion. Like, so first of all, you can't backspace. And so I guess, like, the idea is that it it's sort of... Ah, look how many errors there are. It's so goofy. Oh, you guys tried to write the same thing, right? Uh, but, like, in practice, it just winds up being, like, lettuce salad. And it's just not, not great. It does... Yeah. It's a dull fucking game experience. The best part about it is that a robot will read out the text that's written. So if you do successfully make something coherent, you can make a robot say some really filthy shit. Uh, but that's about the extent of it. It's not entertaining itself uh, like on a individual level. Um, so yeah, that didn't really work. Um, it also bugged out entirely for us. Uh, and just didn't work at the end. So that wasn't very good. Uh, and then 
What do we got? Uh, Hypnotorious was this... Uh, like, I guess, you, like, the idea was you were given a persona? Like, I was WebMD, and I had to answer questions as if I was WebMD, and someone else... Oh, and, like, of the five of us, one person was an outlier. The other four were paired off, two groups of two. And so I had to find the other person in my group. But I don't know. Like, unless... Um, like, if you're playing according to the rules of the game and answering as WebMD, like, it'd be like... I don't know, where's a great place to go on a first date? And I'm WebMD. I'm like, uh-huh. Well, you you know, you, you don't need to go to a doctor's surgery. Uh, uh, you can just drink some Dr. Pepper that you ordered online or something like that, right? But obviously, I'd fill it with C-bombs uh, because... I don't know, I'm drunk. Uh, I have to find the other person who's also a website, eBay, and they answer. But like, none of this shit fucking makes sense. It just didn't didn't really coalesce for me. Uh, and again, it bugged out. Uh, someone's answer was just obliterated, never came through. So it, it was impossible to work out what they were trying to fucking get across. Uh, so that was good or not. Uh, and then you have, what was it called? Uh, Dodo Ray Me, uh, which is sort of a rhythm game um, where you're a bunch of birds. You had to turn the sound up on your phone uh, and then, yeah, like play along to the rhythm uh, by like tapping on your phone, which I think is actually a pretty fun idea uh in theory but this was the most fucked of the games uh that we played like uh on my phone it would play one in every seven notes and it wasn't because i was missing the notes it would just like but it but it was causing me to miss when it would play a sound out of nowhere and, and then suddenly i'd like start trying to work out why it was playing a sound all of a sudden one other person played literally everything they did, including their mistakes. Uh, other people won every three. And so it was just this cacophony of noise that didn't make any sense uh, relative to the game that we were playing. So, yeah, that was kind of bad. And the final game was Time Jinx, which is a trivia game where you're competing for the lowest possible score... And answering questions, all of which have to do with, like, time or numbers. And I just, I just don't think, like, there's not, there's no trivia game I want to play in a party situation where I'm typing anything, including, like, what year was the electric toothbrush invented? Who fucking cares? Yeah. You See, know, there's like, this factory with, with cars and bikes and there's 200... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be good at that one. Uh, no, like... But, like, yeah, like... That's not the... Tri like, the trivia murder party is probably one of the best 
One of like it's I think it's better than like Jackbox trivia. You don't know Jack. I think it's better than you don't know Jack. I think Trivia Murder Party is a fun spin on trivia, but both you don't know Jack and Trivia Murder Party like entirely work on multiple choice, right? This was typing in fucking numbers. And I just don't I just don't get Yeah, it's just not a I don't know, who's, who's drinking and thinking about fucking what year shit was invented in? Like, yeah. The good thing about multiple choice is that, like, you have a you have a one in four chance of getting it right even when you have no idea what the fucking question means, you know? Like, you can take a punt. There wasn't, wasn't really anything fun about it. I don't know. It wasn't good. Um, so, yeah. Like overall, unsuccessful, an unsuccessful outing, and they raised the price on this one. So it used to be forty six, I think. They've raised it to fifty two dollars for this one. So this is the most expensive uh, Jackbox party pack ever, and it's probably the worst. It's got to be up there for the worst. I can't remember. Maybe eight was at least similarly bad, but like, yeah. Just a huge mistake, in my opinion. I don't know what they were. Not I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's the type of thing now where it's it's they're basically putting one out like every twelve months, every year. Yeah. At this stage, and it just seems like it's like just too quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we need to have one out, and so I mean, it's been like that since the start, right? It's like one every year, but yeah. they seem to be running out of I years i guess yeah yeah 100 percent. and yeah the end result is just uh a not very good game basically they need to what what they should do and i don't understand well i know why they haven't but what they should do is like basically the jackbox meta like what what's that What's that hub? Like just a Jackbox hub and you sure. buy the modules that you want to play. Yeah. Uh, and then they can just focus on the fucking games that work as opposed to, you know, the fucking ton of them that don't. Because uh, yeah. so many of them just fucking miss. Yeah. Right. What Like we want a, a annual subscription to Jackbox? Is that what you're after? That's definitely not what I'm after. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, it's a, you buy, like they've got this Jackbox party study, starter that comes with Trivia Murder Party 2, TKO and Quiplash 3, which are probably the three best games. Like if you're looking for like a variety, those are probably the three best that you could get. So you get the Jackbox Party Starter, which is twenty nine fifty, And then you would buy, like, oh, TKO2's out. Uh, yeah, I'll pay 10 bucks for that, right? Like, I wouldn't, but, like, just throwing out numbers. I'd pay 10 bucks for, I don't know, fucking, what was that, Rap Battle one? The Rap Battle one? I'd pay 10 bucks for that or whatever. Eight bucks for that. And, uh, yeah, you add that as a module, and then they can have all the others there, in case you really feel like playing a really shitty version of a 
counting trivia game. But otherwise, yeah, you're not burdened with a bunch of fucking trash. Also, when you want to play, like, if I want to play Trivia Murder Party 2, I have to then exit out of Jackbox Party Pack 10 and then load up Jackbox Party Pack 7. Like, yeah, it's just a bit silly to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. So, Jackbox 10, bad. Yeah, fair enough. Um, cool. Is that that's a new one, right? That was like recently, that two one weeks came ago. Out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, that's uh, yeah, Jackbox Party Pack Ten. Maybe give that one a miss. Wait for the um, uh, maybe Christmas sales. Might, yeah, uh, maybe. Might drop. Maybe. I don't know. In price. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. What else do we have here? Um, Alan Wake 2 is on the list. Uh, I put this on here quickly because I had talked about it last week and I'd only like just finished like 30 minutes before we started recording. So I've now had some time to digest. And uh, I did say last week that um, I was keen to play more because like New Game Plus was on the way. Yep. Um, For whatever reason, I thought that was coming out in the next patch, but it's not. (laughs) Right. <laughs> um, it's it's it is in a patch, but sometime in the future. Um, so it's mm. not actually out yet. Um, but it is adding those things that I guess I mentioned, which is like a new new narrative. It's sort of interweaving in some sort of new, new narrative some way. Yeah. Um, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and I guess at this point, I've had some time to think about it a bit more. Um. And also go check out some other reviews at this stage. So like uh, IGN, like IGN and, and yeah, GameSpot and all them put put their reviews up. Uh, GameSpot gave it like a ten. Tristan over at IGN reviewed it because um, we were talking about this before release. Because we went out, we went out drinking, yeah, um, at the pub, and he was because he was doing the review, and he's like, "Have you guys?" seen this game yet like what is happening Hmm. um because at that stage it was what 10 days before release or something around about then yeah um which is when we were getting a bit concerned uh and then i think he messaged me on the friday or i know i messaged him on the friday and was like have you have you got it yet and he's like no we're still waiting it sounds like next week and so that's when like we were getting worried (laughs) because that's generally not a good sign no um but it turns out like the uh, the bugs are fine. They just actually just wanted to polish it, and because they've got the, you know, it's a digital game, so they didn't have to worry about physical releases. I guess up to that point. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I've had a chance to um to digest that a bit more. I, I talked about like um a, a level that I thought was done exceptionally well. And now that I've had a chance to like read a couple other opinions, that seems like a very much a recurring trend of people thinking that that stuff in there is really good. Um, uh, and something surprising that I, I saw when I was, uh, I went through some interviews as well with, with some of the creative team, uh, Sam Lake and the, uh, what's his other name? I can't remember his name. The other guy that directed it. Um, uh, how that that level was like almost nearly cut from the game because right. they just didn't think that they'd be able to do it um and sam was basically 
put his foot down and said, I, I this is the one thing I want in there and we're going to make it work. Um, so yeah, that's pretty amazing that you can look at things like that and stuff sort of just doesn't come together until the last moment. Yeah. Um, and then eventually it just, it does very much work. Um, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I think that like, it's super interesting because I think Remedy's in this point where they're they're doing things that other um, studios just haven't. They're just making very different types of games, um, and we've sort of seen this now from them back to back to back, with all the games they've put out over the last ten years or, or thirteen, fourteen years now, um, and that we, I think, get lost in this um cycle of games that are very much like you need to do a game this specific way um and if you don't do it then we're probably not going to publish a game and they they talk about that in a bunch of the interviews that i've seen of them trying to get like an alan wake sequel off the ground and then not being able to and then being like hey we've got these cool ideas this is during the discussions with microsoft and microsoft going yeah that sounds really good let's make it a different ip and that's how like quantum break came about um and then like that coming out and and then having to go off and and do their own like round of funding for control and like the the games that they're putting out just just nobody seems to want to touch them but whenever they put them out they're always super interesting and unique experiences that we just don't see anywhere else i think that this is the first time that they've actually gotten like a ton of like i think that that uh control received uh, like a lot of praise but um that still felt like a very cult cultish game whereas this across the board feels like 90 percent of people that played it really enjoyed it um and it just it just seems like they've been it's just they've been waiting for this moment and it's finally sort of happened and i hope that now they get the opportunity to to finally be like hey we can sort of do whatever we want we don't have to be scrounging around for um you know resources and money and all that sort of thing anymore um and hopefully it it continues to pay off with their relationship with epic and they can go on to do you know the control sequel and uh whatever else happens in alan wake or their their remedy universe because um you know some people may not like their style of games but i think the style of games that they are making are, are very different to anyone else and um yeah i, th- I think that they they just stand out compared to to most other publishers which is you know i still like my you know spider-mans and assassin's creeds and all that sort of shit um but it's it's interesting to get your hands into something else every once in a while that is completely different and doing it in a different way and and they're a team that's been doing that for 20 years now and you know, it feels like it's starting to finally pay off in a, a good way. It's um, it's uh, yeah. it's very helpful that they have had like uh, the same team driving the ship the entire time. You know, like sure. since nineteen ninety five. Like, not every you know, not everyone can fucking say that. Or fucking, if you think about all of the big franchises Mm. like all of them i can't move around i can't actually think of a big franchise that has managed to 
to do that, right? Like mm. they have ha they have a uh, steadfast vision. Uh, commander at the helm or a bunch of commanders at the helm. You know, they got a CEO who believes in Sam Lake and uh CTO who wants to support that. And like, uh, obviously Sam is there as well. Like, yeah, putting, putting out really interesting shit. So yeah, like I'm genuinely struggling to think of any other company that has 20, eight fucking years hmm. with uh, the same team at the at the helm you know yeah. uh, so that kind of turnover is what is why we wind up with games that don't feel the same as their predecessors and stuff so yeah I think they're very yeah. fortunate and very you know it's probably not fortunate it's probably you know hard work and and a good culture and yeah but nevertheless, mm. they benefited from it. So we should make a good game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, something interesting that that I, I, I heard about when I was listening to some of the interviews, like how they were pitching Alan Wake to after Alan Wake came out, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember having discussions with that that uh, creative team back then when they came to Sydney to, to show off that game and them talking about like the future of it and what they were doing and the plans for that IP going forward. <clears throat> so they were, they were, you know, and a bunch of that has come out since then. I th think they've done some like um, a little bit of a deep dive on, on what that could have been, but this game that's out now wouldn't be the game that it was back then, but also they've had the learnings from Quantum Break and from Control. And I don't think like that would have, I just feel like that that would have been a completely different game back then if it was yeah. released 10 years ago. It wouldn't have been what it is today, which is why I think that without Control, you don't have the current Alan Wake 2 because so much of that informs this game, the look of it, the design of it. Um, all of that stuff is just... Without Control, you don't have an Alan Wake 2 of where it is today because it's just so... It is so connected. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that is because of the, like you said, the team is consistent. You've got designers that worked on, you know, a game 10 years ago nearly that are now filling that team and, and, and working on the next steps of whatever's to come. So um, you don't see that a lot. There's a lot of movement around generally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to check out any more. I or if you want to it. I was playing other games. Return. Like the script. Hey. It's the name of the script. Alan's writing. It's called Return. Never mind. Ah. Yes. Well, I, was, I thought it was Initiation <laughs> or something. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's right. there's a bunch of scripts. All right. All right. Fine. There's a couple. Um, all right. That's Alan Wake. Two. Uh, next up is the Talos Principle 2. Um, again, this was another game that we'd been playing um, and hadn't... Well, we actually had to hold the podcast out for a little bit because the embargo was on like a Saturday morning at 3 a.m.? Yeah. Something like that? Or was that Friday at 3 a.m.? It was Friday. 
maybe Friday. The preview yeah, Friday. was a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's reviewed pretty well. Um, yeah. you know, high eighties, something like that, which is cool. I've had a little bit of chance to play a bit more. Not not a whole lot. Maybe mm. like another. I oh, know they split up into these. It's a puzzle game. You're in uh, these hub-like areas, and each hub has like eight puzzles to solve, eight main puzzles to solve, uh, and then you keep moving around and moving around to different areas. And I've done like another two hubs since I think we we spoke last, um, plus a, a mega structure, um, which is one of the main sort of story elements of the game. Uh, I I think you're still in front of me at this point. I just did South One. Um, which right. it gives you access to the teleport. Yes. Uh, I blasted through that yep. in probably 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like that is one of the easiest sections of puzzles that I've had in that entire game. And I don't know what it was about it, but just something clicked with me and I understood the rules and nothing gave me a problem. Except for the last mission, the last quest, I was in that for a good three minutes. <laughs> so, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, oh I don't this is tough. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I like it's, that section though. I like, like, yeah, it's it's still a missed opportunity mm. in my opinion, but uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and then I, so I knocked that out, did the... Um, uh, the mega structure went to the next bit because I wanted to see what the next gimmick was, next mechanic, uh, and I haven't jumped in since then to see what else is cooking. But I'm sort of slowly making my way through it, um, and I will hopefully, you know, it's a type of thing where I feel like I, I can jump in for half an hour and knock out a couple puzzles and then yeah. come back later on. Um, but I'm very much enjoying it. It's slowly getting a, a bigger audience now that it's started to maybe get a word of mouth. Each day yeah. it's kind of been creeping up a little bit more and more. I think it had good a to see. big launch on Steam and then they did that uh, thing with uh, GLaDOS. GLaDOS, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. That that has to be tied with Valve, right? Like something... Yeah. They They can't just... Yeah some sort of partnership with valve yeah 100 um anyway that was fun uh i don't know have you checked out any more or also still? haven't gone back i keep playing other things oh okay yeah it's Baldur's Gate three boulders not yet not yet it's coming yeah. i'll get there all right uh headbangers rhythm royale uh i reckon you'd like this uh it's um it's a it's on the game pass it's a battle royale game uh johnny bravo pointed it out to me and uh it is a rhythm based battle royale game you have rhythm i do not uh i am bad at this game um so yeah i've been in struggle town uh trying to get my my battle royale win but basically you're like a chicken or something a pigeon pigeon must be a pigeon and uh, yeah, you play these mini games and it's sort of reminiscent of Fall Guys, but instead of moving anywhere, you literally just go from mini game to mini game. So it might be a mini game where you're doing a workout and you have to copy what the 
what the instructor does. And you like it might be like X, Y, X, Y, B, X, Y. And so you have to do that like Simon says type thing. Um, or the next one might be X, A, Y, B, Y. And you gotta like do that. And you, what you're trying to do is internalize the rhythm in the background. I'm actually pretty good at the, at the memory ones. Uh, but yeah, I, I keep getting this fucking, this is one where it's like a record track. And what, what it does is it's got a bunch of these mini games, but a lot of them are double ups or triple ups of the same concept. So there's like the, me, me, sorry, memory game, but there's also a, yeah, a record one where it's sort of like a guitar hero track, but it's spinning around on a record and you keep doing it until you get the, um, until you get all of the notes on that track. Like DJ Hero. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, but like you're actually making them disappear when you get them successfully. Um, right. And then, uh, and then you move on to the next like record. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then there's, what else is there? There's, uh, sorry. One where it's like a 8-bit game and you got to press... Uh, a or X and it's literally just A or X and there are like obstacles that you got to like attack or avoid. Um, I don't know. There's a fucking ton of them. Um, it's fun, but uh, yeah, I'm just bad at fucking rhythm games. Uh, and so I'm just, yeah, having a rough time at this. Uh, yeah, so I haven't got a win on it, but uh, yeah, I would recommend giving it a fucking... Look, if you've got Xbox Game Pass, because it's there. And yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm intrigued by uh, Jusant, the Don't Nod climbing game. That's also hit uh, come up on Game Pass at the same time. I had it installed, but I never got around playing it. So I was playing other things. Uh, but mm. yeah, headbangers. Uh, me and JB went head to head. JB whooped me. Oh, he didn't whoop me. He beat me he did beat me though yeah i my, my biggest concern with this is that i've because i've just looked it up uh it's a 30 dollar game um you talked about it being on game pass but like i i feel like we should be past the point of these battle royale-esque games or, or even party games where they're not free to play yeah. Uh, like it just doesn't make sense anymore yeah. because it, it is such an investment on these type of things and you've also got to have the community there for not Fortnite, um PUBG was like an an outlier right right it was like it just completely took off and Fortnite did the same thing um and there are only a handful of these games that can sort of take that approach yeah. Um, and every time another one joins the group, it sort of dilutes that pool, even though they could be completely different types of games. But you need to have an audience there to be able to play these games. And if there's no audience there at day one, yeah. that, that game is just going to fail. Yeah. Um, and it's a brand new game. I think 30 bucks is way too high. It says here it's 39 other pigeons to compete against. Yeah. I just, I think there's a better way to do this and make it free to play. It's to try and get at least some sort of audience there yeah. initially. And I think that this 
is the wrong way of going about it. I think that's fair. I mean, if I, like, you know, it does add bots, but uh, the, right. like, most real players, if they are real, that I've had in a game is seven. I've never had anywhere, I've never had double digits mm. of players in a game. Um, and yeah, which makes my inability to win that much more embarrassing. But I, like, I smash it on the fucking memory games, and then as soon as I get to the fucking, it'll always be like a rhythm one last, and it'll be like yeah. if you make a single mistake, you're fucking dead. And I'm like, oh. all right, well, I've lost this one. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, it is disappointing that I'm not playing against like real players. I'm. I'm literally mostly playing against bots in these things. Uh, that's kind of disappointing. So I don't know. Yeah. It's 196 people playing right now Yeah, right. on Steam, which is not a lot. No. Um, I definitely wouldn't it, recommend buying it. No. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's got that much game to it. You know, like that's, that's the other part of the equation is that there isn't that much game here. Um, it's... Yeah, it's a bunch of mini games. It's it's a it's Wario, uh, where, but Wario where Royale, you know, like, yeah, you, there's there's not much going on here. So, anyway, uh, yeah, check it out on Game Pass. Do not, I do not think you want to put purchase it. Cool. All right, that's Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Um, next up, we've got Diablo 4. I've been playing a bunch of this over the weekend. Oh, Season it. of the Blood is you ongoing. Um, yeah, they added in some new some new malignant items, I guess, the other day. They're doing like these content updates every couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm slowly going through the um, this, the actual seasonal content in that. Uh, clearing out the challenges um, and doing the actual missions that are attached to the season. Um, and then, yeah, just roaming around and doing all the events that are part of, you know, what's contained in this whole thing now. Um, I'm still enjoying it, having a lot of fun. Uh, I, I saw a number floating around the other day that I think I mentioned this last week, but I wasn't sure if it was true or not. I just felt like it was quicker for me to level up right, um yeah. yeah the difference is like apparently they've increased leveling by 40 percent over last season nice. um so like i sat down for a session the other day and and went from like level 40 something to you know like 12 13 levels in a couple of hours um yeah. so it definitely feels like you know that's sped up and i am getting different types of abilities and i can or upgrading my abilities every once in a while um, getting a ton of new gear, uh, so yeah, it, it's feeling really good, um, and I, uh, I'm enjoying that quite a bit. I think they're they're starting to feel their their strides, um, and we'll probably talk about a bit more in the news because there is some stuff. Yeah, true. Please uh, some more stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to quickly mention that because I'm having fun with it. Cool. Um, all right, one that wasn't on the list that I just remembered, the finals. The uh, beta, open beta? Open beta, yeah. Was this last week, right. um, and I had a chance to jump in and check out uh, this game. So it's made by 
uh, a creative team from Battlefield. Um, former Battlefield, yeah. Yeah, former Battlefield heads. I don't know which ones they are. Do you know who's running the show here? I no saw idea. a name at some point. And I'm like, it's familiar, but... No idea. <laughs> can't remember. Anyway, um, we've talked about this before, right? You played... At yeah, some I point. Played, yeah, I played the closed beta uh, months yep. ago. Yeah, uh, so it's basically a, um, a a shooter where you are playing against uh, a bunch of other teams. In this case, it was uh, two other teams, so it's 3v3v3. Yeah, and uh, your goal is, in this particular mode, to grab the vault, which is somewhere on the map. It'll spawn randomly in a location. Uh, and you're, you need to take that vault to a, a, a cash-out zone, and there can be two on the map. Uh, and then once you start cashing it out, after a certain amount of time, um, starts ticking down, and the other teams need to come in and tag the, uh, the bank or that vault that's been cashed out to try and cap it for themselves. Meanwhile, you're trying to defend um, that zone from any oncoming attackers. Uh, and there are sort of a different types of loadouts you can equip yourself with so the basic um loadout is just like an ak a, a gun um some sort of grenade and then a jump pad um and and then maybe like a healing ability so that i played as the medium class and there are three in the game is a light heavy uh and then they have different movement abilities and different health uh depending on which one you've picked uh, and then you slowly unlock more weapons and gadgets you can take in with you uh, as you progress uh, and it's sort of taking that uh, Fortnite art style approach where it's very over the top I, I guess Call of Duty's in that spot now where it just it's no longer a military shooter it's yeah it's fucking weird costumes and people with glowing eyes and pumpkin heads and stuff like that um you know the the live server style game, uh, and so the the weekend this open weekend was just a test. Um, there aren't wasn't any uh, local servers. So I was playing in uh, somewhere in Asia. It wasn't too far away. It was because I was getting about 110, 120 ping um, when I had a look at my resource monitor. Yep, uh, and it didn't feel laggy, I guess. But also, I've not played it without like a, a proper connection so I don't know what the difference is like yeah. it felt fine I wasn't warping around or anything like that like I didn't notice that there was any uh, that I was playing on another server until I saw a couple of games in that it said Asia down the, the bottom and I was like I wonder where that is where does that mean and I went digging and, and had a look at my Windows stats and eventually found the server I was connected to um, yep. and that sort of stuff so yeah, I mean, the movement is a little bit weird. I think that when you are moving straight, it feels fine. But the moment you hold like left or right, he starts to slow down a bit. They've tried to implement a, um, a very different type of movement system for that. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it's it's very like cartoonish or, or arcadey. Yeah. Um, there's a, an intense form of destructibility in the game the sort of an destructibility you would have seen in battlefield like the classic battlefields not the most recent battlefield yeah because yeah, they they've obviously toned down that that 
destructibility. This is like literally blowing up fucking houses and, uh, you know, the, the vault is on this floor and you just chuck a grenade and then the next moment it's on the floor below and now you're having to defend a completely different area because there's no more floor there anymore. Yep. Or, um, yeah, just taking out massive chunks of the environment. Like at one point there was, we were on this level where there was a bridge and we started taking out like chunks of the actual bridge part yeah. on the so they'd have to like jump around it or or that sort of thing so the destructibility is really cool um it ran really well in terms of performance and frame rate like zero issues at all um so that was kind of uh, very cool but yeah um i don't know i want to play i want to get some more time with it i i enjoyed aspects of it yeah um i i just maybe think the movement could slightly be made a little bit quicker maybe um but other than that like it felt it felt okay um also just you know i I need to play more of it at this point but i was surprised at how well it ran um and how different it sort of is to things i've played recently in this sort of genre um did you jump in at all to check this out not into the open beta i played the yeah i played the closed beta and i felt like the lag was was too like you'd have some games where it was fine and then you'd have other games where it was just fucking woeful and so they've clearly it's clearly spread out across asia uh and yeah when you get when you get a bad one it was just such a bad experience it was also one of those games that I didn't want to play on my own. I, mm. I it seems like it'd be a lot more fun in a trio. So yeah, I skipped it. But um, yeah, I had games where like because it is so um, team reliant, mm. team focused, right? Because you've yep. got healing abilities, and you know there is such a small number of people. Um, I had some early games where I was me just trying to sort of getting used to that aspect, and then. I jump into another game and I'd have like two people following me, like just sticking together as a team and we'd we'd snowball and wipe people out. And then just another game where people are off doing their own thing. Like I think it does benefit from having other people in there, but it's also like, you know, it's hard to fault fault that because it's a brand new game. Like I'm sure there's ranked matches and that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to support it if it's it doesn't have Aussie servers, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, they can do Aussie servers or they can get fucked. Yeah. Um, no. So yeah, I skipped it. I mean, it's definitely more on my radar. Like I, the destructibility stuff is really cool. Yeah, like, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's very on, fun. On a, um, on a low ping server, it looks really good. And on a high ping server, you run on over floors that no longer exist and then they disappear uh, on you and you're just like, this is not great. But uh, yeah, on a low ping server, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a really cool experience. I think they do a good job. Um, I miss that kind of destructibility in a game. And I love, like, it's such a extra dimension to positioning, to how you think hmm. about positioning. Um, and obviously it's that's something we favor in, in shooters so yeah it's fun when a game fucks with that kind of shit yeah yeah for sure um, alright that's the finals um, it, it, as far as I know it doesn't have a date so um, keep an eye out for it but uh, mm. 
Yeah, we'll wait and see. Cool. All right. Um, next up, we've got For the King 2. For the King 2. Uh, For the King 1 was a digital board game that I played ages and ages and ages ago. I can't even remember how long ago, uh, but years. It has to have been years ago. Uh, and um, I played it with Drew and Heath. Really enjoyed it. And uh, For the King 2 came out last week. And uh, we were playing that instead. Um, or as well. Um, For the King... Like... Yeah, it's a board game, right? You, It's a, it's a co-op board game experience, essentially. You're moving across this tiled map. Um, and you're trying to complete these quests uh you're getting into fights making decisions there's an rng element to almost everything and uh yeah you're trying to build up a powerful little character and uh make sure everyone lives and that's basically it um it's a lot of fun uh Playing two with Heath and Drew, uh, it was like we were straight back into the same old bullshit, which mostly involved making ex exceedingly idiotic decisions uh, based on based on like semi-justified greed. Uh, and so, yeah, you'd like go into the game try to try to become as powerful as humanly possible uh yourself while not making it obvious that you're technically hamstringing uh your co-op partners and uh and then yeah go through see how far you can get uh one thing that we were doing we're playing on medium and that is a mistake uh we figured we played the first game which play the second game on medium that makes sense there's three of us uh it's a huge mistake um for the king does this thing called the chaos track uh and basically it, it throws stuff at you uh in intervals um and uh like every x number of turns the chaos track will advance and uh, we were fighting off the Queen's Guard uh, on medium, basically every three fucking turns. And it's a, it's a tough battle. You get XP out of it, but you don't get anything else. And because it's a tough battle, we just wound up, we were pissing away resources on these fights, and it meant we weren't really able to take other fights. We weren't able to like keep our health high enough to actually live through other fights and stuff it's an rpg right uh it is a co-op rpg at the end of the day it's just got this this board game sort of presentation this tabletop adventure presentation uh and yeah it was just it was just too much so we wound up dying tried again still on medium and we died again and so we just dropped it to easy and in the settings you can we just 
dropped the chaos track to as low as humanly possible. I just find it to be the least interesting part of the fucking game is that chaos track shit. Um, like, all it really does is create an oppressive environment. And I think because you're, while you're playing, you're unlocking uh, like these law books and you use those law books to sort of unlock uh, extra stuff in the in like the meta narrative sort of like a roguelike it reminds me of gloomhaven where you could unlock like a new hero or class or whatever right um we did unlock new classes and stuff uh when we finished our, our game on easy because we earned a bunch of lore and we unlocked some new shit uh that's yeah, that's kind of important, right? Like, you need those new classes and you need the new starting weapons and all that kind of shit to actually be able to fucking function in medium. So you want to start on medium, uh, on easy and, and do it that way. It just makes more sense. Uh, but yeah, it's such a... Yeah, it's a really fun game. Uh, I think they did, they've did they done a great job uh, with it. Uh like we're having fun because it's co-op but we're also having fun now like once we were playing on easy uh once we were playing on an appropriate difficulty yeah we're having fun because it's actually fun um yeah they've been like doing a lot of updates constantly like constantly updating it um we've we encountered one bug that where we had to reset but um outside of that we haven't really had any big problems just like the best part about it is just the once you stop trying to fuck with your uh teammates once you're all working together as a team and uh and everything's still kind of going wrong mm-hmm. like there was this one situation where uh yeah, like basically all we needed was uh, for Heath to... He was like, he's our spellcaster. I'm, I'm our ranger. Heath's our spellcaster and Drew's our, uh, our tank uh, who never, never likes, like never taunts. He like just never taunts. Absolutely zero taunting from Drew. It was, it was crazy. Uh, but Heath like just had to like hit this one fucking little imp dude and we'd be fine and if the imp dude got another turn he and he attacked Heath Heath was dead and uh, at this point we know how it goes the imps have this ability where if you don't roll perfect on your attack uh, then you miss if you miss if you if any of your dice rolls uh, like don't hit don't roll a hit then you miss the entire attack. Uh, and Heath has this focus bar at this point. It, like, I don't know what it is. I think it's tied to intelligence, but you can spend focus points to guarantee that your dice will roll a hit. And Heath's got like fucking 11 focus points and he never fucking spends them. And you, yep. Of course he didn't spend them this time either. Uh, and so, Yeah. He, uh, he missed and he died and it was fucking hilarious. There was another time where fucking Drew 
uh, rolled off on his own, started a fight. And when you start a fight, if everyone's in range, then like within a certain amount of hexes, then they'll join the fight. But if they're not, then you just have to do the fight on your own. And he starts his fight and he's fighting so many fucking enemies. And it turns out he's doing it on his own. And he starts in the front line where it's just like, well, leave. You just got to flee. But because he he like f is slow, they all get an attack. Like these four enemies get a fucking attack first. So they attack, 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 attack. And he is fucking getting absolutely rinsed. I think they're doing magic damage and he didn't... He didn't have bad magic defense, but he didn't... Like, his physical defense was way better. He's just getting fucking slaughtered. And he gets his turn. He moves to the thing. And to flee, you gotta... It's two dice rolls. It's two coin flips, I think. You gotta hit both coin flips. And again, just spend some focus. Just spend some focus and guarantee it. No, Drew doesn't do it. Misses... And he has to endure another four fucking attacks. He does not survive. And like we, we knew, like at that point, it was like, well, he's not going to live through this, right? This is over. We're gonna just got to go fucking pick him up. We'll go get his fucking corpse because he's fucking dead. Uh, and uh, he did live, but only because while you're going around the map, there's a bunch of random events that happen. And uh, Drew managed to get a random event that allowed him to cheat death once. And uh, it caught like, so you get like some bonus stats. Plus, uh, yeah, if you die, the sanctum gets shattered uh, and you don't die. You get half your health back instead. Uh, but you lose those bonus stats. And so, yeah, you, you kind of like, yeah, you kind of just want it to you want to keep the fucking bonus stats you don't want to fucking die basically uh but yeah it cost him some bonus stats that one uh so yeah that was cool uh i was the guy who uh kept having his fucking weapons break that was pretty good uh like everything in my hands just sort of fucking shattered to dust uh that was extremely frustrating like just devastating essentially you there's not a lot you can do once you've broken all of your fucking weapons you just sort of fucked uh you can punch things but it doesn't really do a lot of damage like um, zelda like zelda yeah um and yeah we uh wound up finishing the first chapter it was fucking it's good like i would recommend it i'm looking at it at the moment it's got like does not, it's not being received reviews very well. bad yeah it's got like mixed 69 percent yeah right? a lot of a lot of bugs it sounds like from we, what i was reading right maybe they played it and didn't like like they keep doing these hot fixes it's been like four or five of them um since it launched so yeah i don't know i would uh keep my eye out on that um yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're, what people aren't enjoying, to be honest. Because uh, it, it just reminds me exactly of fucking uh, For the King 1. Although, yeah, if, if it is, if it's all bugs, then yeah, there's not 
then yeah, fucking go for it. Like get into them about it. Um, I guess if I did have to complain about anything, I don't think it communicates ideas very well. It's very difficult to get information across in this game. Like the example I was talking about with the fucking little imp dudes who will dodge. Like we had to look that up in the in-game encyclopedia. I do not understand why. <laughs> it would make a lot more sense if you could just hover over icons in, on the fucking screen and it would tell you what the fuck that that stuff does especially because you've got a lot of downtime right like when you're not actively attacking you're not doing a lot like you're kind of just i mean in our case in me and heath and drew's case we're just shit talking each other uh and trying to jinx one another as hard, hard as humanly possible it would be nice if there was something to distract us on the screen to do instead i know that heath wouldn't do any of that because he was happy with just doing like not paying as little attention as humanly possible i don't know what the fuck he was doing on another screen but he wasn't he was he was phoning it in pretty hard uh we still got through it uh but yeah like that would be a good like communicating what the fuck steadfast means would be a pretty good one i reckon uh because yeah there were a couple of instances where it was just like I would roll perfect and then my character would attack and then the other character, the enemy would just be like steadfast and I'm like, and they take zero damage and I'd be like, well, fuck me, I guess. Like, I don't know what the, f what, what, what other options do I have? I did the one thing that I'm supposed to do. So what, am I just not supposed to be in this fight? And meanwhile, Heath and Drew are also in this fight and they're doing fucking damage. So, and I wasn't like behind them in levels or anything. Most of the time, outside of in the, like at the end of our uh, successful run, most of the time I was ahead of them in levels because I was sticking like to, like I was sticking with the other uh, players, right? They were happy to go branch off and go look at things, but I was mostly sticking with the other people. And so when they would get to pull, like I was, I'd be next to Drew when he got pulled into a fight most of the time. And so I'd get the XP out of that. And then I'd be next to Heath when he got pulled into a fight and Drew wouldn't be. And so I'd get XP out of that as well. And so I was getting a lot of extra fucking XP all over the place. And I was ahead of them uh, for a lot of the game until... Yeah, fucking, I don't know, two-thirds of the way through, the motherfuckers, they got these weapons that had just these massive XP bonuses. And I didn't have shit. I had fucking sweet fuck all. I was earning my XP the honest way, and they were just fucking scamming it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I fell behind eventually. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, better communication. Otherwise... I don't know. I think it's good fun. Like, get get some cold buddies together. I'll tell you what, Drew and Heath were both talking about playing Baldur's Gate 3 in co-op. And I could I could see that. I could see that being fun. I could see that being Wait, that, they, fun. they're already playing it or they're talking about wanting to play it in co-op? They want to play it. They want to play that right. in co-op. Um, that sounds like a nightmare just purely from the fact that, that it's such a big game already. I don't know how you play that in... 
I guess it'd be like you sit down for a D&D session, right? Instead yeah. of playing D&D, you're playing Baldur's Gate. Which, maybe it'd be cool, but... Yeah. I mean, f- that's kind of how For the King worked. Like, it was like two five-hour sessions that we like played over the fucking weekend. Yeah, I like, bet Baldur's Gate would be like yeah. it's 150 hours. Well, we're only... You're playing fifth, that for the rest the of your through, life. So like, yeah, yeah, maybe. But, like, I don't know. It sounds like it'd be fun. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, well, you're in. You can join mm. us. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's For the King. For yeah. the King. Cool. Um, just quickly before we go next on the finals, they actually tried to test OCE servers yesterday. Oh, um, okay. So they are coming. Yeah. All right. Nice. Well, yeah, cool. Uh, the last game on the list is Lord of the Rings Return of Moira. Moira. Maria. Maria. <laughs> Moira. That's Moira now. Uh, um, return to Moira. What are you? Uh, <laughs> um, this is uh, the new Lord of the Rings game on the block. Uh, Lord of the Rings is sort of going in the direction of uh, Warhammer. Yeah. Who wants a license? You right, want a license? You've got a, you got a license. You've got a license. You're all getting a license. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of... Well, no, this, is, this would have to be... Embracer, right? Didn't they buy the license? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is the easy way to put this is it's Valheim, but Lord of the Rings Valheim. That's it. Like that's the. It is kind of that. What was that vampire game? V Rising. It's kind of a mid ground between V Rising and uh, and Valheim, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but you're a dwarf in Lord of the Rings world. Um, Because, like, V Rising had a kind of prescriptive uh, building system, uh, in my opinion. Like, when you were playing... Well, when when I was playing at the very... When it first started, um, yeah, you could only build uh, in certain places and stuff like that. Uh, That was kind of how this works as well whereas Valheim you were sort of just you'd chop down a tree and build a hut wherever the fuck you were and this one you gotta like make a hearth for like for a whole bunch of your shit to actually work uh and for like so that your bed can even work and that's kind of different to to Valheim you know Valheim you just needed a bed next to a fire and you needed somewhere for the smoke to go um so yeah, it's kind of more like V Rising, uh, but yeah, you're trapped in the, the the mines of Moira, and yeah, you kind of got lost there. There's a crow that's sort of telling you where to go, and uh, every now and then you like find like evidence of the Fellowship, um, but otherwise, yeah, it's kind of I don't know. You're you're a dwarf, and you. You got a pickaxe, you make... Like, it's a survival game, essentially. Like, I was playing co-op with um, with Drew, and it's a lot more fun in co-op. I played it solo, and it was okay, but it, it was a lot more fun in co-op. And, yeah, you just... There's, like... I think once you get better pickaxes and stuff, you will, uh, we will be able to uh, mine through more... 
stuff. But as it is now, we got like shitty little fucking makeshift pickaxes that can only go through the shittiest of of dirt, and you're trying to find enough iron to make some some like gear. Uh, it's got a bit of a weird gear system. I needed a hammer to repair these statues. And the hammer isn't in the forge. You don't build it. It's an iron hammer. And everything else iron, you need to build at the forge using iron ingots. But the hammer, you just build your quick craft in your quick craft menu. And it never really told me anything about that. I had to fucking look it up. It was fucking driving me nuts. Uh, but yeah, you go find these statues and you build those statues up. And um, yeah, just repair the statues. That unlocks like more recipes for you to build stuff. Um, but otherwise, you're, you're killing goblins, uh, killing wolves. I have heard them talking about a spider. So I assume you're going to fight a fucking giant spider at some point. Um, but it it does feel very early to me. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like a fully finished game, right? Like it feels like one of those situations where if you wait for this to come out on Steam, because I assume it's it's exclusive to uh, Epic at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. If you wait for the exclusivity to end and it comes out on Steam, you're probably going to get a better version of this game, you know? And that's... I think that's probably bad in the long run for Epic, <laughs> right? Like, surely? You're just like, oh, yeah, well, when it comes out on Steam, I'm going to get the best version of this fucking game. But, like... Yeah. There's, there's... There's just not a lot to it at the moment. I don't know. Like, it's... It feels kind of very much like your general survival game. It's fun, and I'm having fun playing it in co-op, as you do in survival games, right? Like, you look after each other. Me and Drew got swarmed by a horde of fucking goblins, and, uh, like, it got down to, like, I had a fraction of my health left, and Drew died, and so I had to fucking, like, just barely managed to get him back up again but we did and we like started this great forge so now we can make steel shit and stuff and that's cool like that that kind of camaraderie and that shared experience is always a, like a, a fun experience but that like if i think about it compared to for the king where i think that game has fun experiences uh and we're we're doing them in co-op so they're shared experiences whereas in Return to Moria at the moment, uh, sorry, Moira, at the moment, the shared experience is what's fun. You know, like me giving Drew shit or, uh, you know, trying to bait him into a, getting hit by a bear or something like that. Like that is, I'm making fun as opposed to the game is fun and I'm having fun with a friend. You know, like that's the, that's the, the problem. Uh, I'm having with it at the moment, but they're they're patching this one like pretty quickly, um, like not as quick as for the king, uh, but they like they've done two. Like, it, it, I think they're like close to like a patch a week, and that's pretty good, right? Like they're getting rid of performance issues and bugs and stuff like that. Um, they haven't really done any uh, 
like major content patches yet but yeah it's just it's not there yet you know mm -hmm. i don't know um yeah i think it just needs more time to cook i'm i'm trying i can't work out if it is finished or uh if it's like still early if it's technically early access or not right like it's the patch wise it says that patch 1.02 but that's meaningless these days right like something being version 1.0 doesn't necessarily mean it's outside of early access yeah i think it's out because they were sending review keys out for it so. yeah right yeah true yeah, I, like, I got a key. yeah yeah um Which i just uh, yeah i don't know if there's there's enough to really justify that but yeah, if they cool. support it well then it will turn into a fun game eventually so that's good right yeah yeah all right anything else uh, uh no i don't think so i don't no. think so no. all right that's uh the lord of the rings return to moria um moira. or or if you're in italy moria or australia it's moira 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 moira, moira. um yep. Yeah, uh, you can check that out. All right, well, there you go. That is the games for this week. We've got a bit of news here. Um, kick things off with BlizzCon happened over the weekend. Did you check out anything from this? Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was reading up. Um, yeah. The World of Warcraft stuff was uh, pretty interesting. I don't know. Like, I was, I was kind of more interested to see if, like, what they were going to do. Or if they were gonna actually gonna do something big, uh, but wow, too, yeah, yeah, they sort of did. Uh, and I was mostly interested in uh, how they were gonna handle classic, right? Sure. Because I don't want to play classic, but no. the uh, I don't know the fucking some big changes in Cataclysm. The, <laughs> yeah, the peanut gallery portion of me loves to like yell from the sidelines was like, surely they're not going to go to Cataclysm. Isn't that literally why they made Classic? Everyone fucking hated it. Uh, but, oh, whatever. Uh, I guess they are. Um, yeah. Boy, uh, you you probably did a bunch of news shit on it, didn't you? Yeah, not me. No? no? You dodged that? Dodged <laughs> that bullet? Nah. I, no, I, yeah. I, I worked on a little bit, but I didn't, I don't write any of it. Um, yeah, I, I actually didn't get a chance to watch a whole lot. Um, I will go back and, and check it out at some point. Um, I watched bits of the opening ceremony. Um, but apart from that, yeah, let's go through some announcements. Diablo Vessel of Hatred was announced. That's the brand new expansion um, for Diablo. So the Diablo 4, that is. The, uh, the way that it's working is um, they want to do like yearly expansions for Diablo. So they've got your seasonal content um which is every what three months ish uh and then major major releases uh surrounding the expansion every year uh and this new one is going to focus on uh, i guess a continuation of where diablo 4 ended i feel like enough time has gone since yep. that game is finished talk about it um lord of hatred obviously is is in the, the title a little bit there so uh and it's going to talk about like mephisto and we'll find out what he's been up to um and it'll probably lean into a little bit of 
of that part of it and we'll find out what's what's stirring up in in uh, those new areas that will be coming which we've heard about i think they talked about two new regions which will be coming to the game um one which we've been to before um and From i think diablo 2 two, yeah 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 and then um I can't remember. One of the classes was from there, right? Um, which class? Was it the rogue class? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, that was I was like so. their yeah. starting area. Um, anyway. Uh, so new regions, uh, a new class will be unveiled as well at some point. Um, and we Never seen before in the Diablo universe, which is confusing brand to me, right? Because it seemed like the perfect time to announce the Amazon returns, but... Seemed like a good. Oh, was it the Amazon, not the Rogue? It was the Amazon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it will be. <laughs> but they said it's never seen before in the Diablo That's a universe. Male Amazon, I don't know. That's <laughs> a male equivalent. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, new class, new regions coming uh, late next year. Anything else that they talked about there that sort of. I, you know what I don't like? Fucking arbitrary, like weird numbers. Like we've had 1.3 billion hours yep. played and you're like, shut up. Yep. <laughs> I don't I don't care. It's meaningless. That yep. is a stupid number. Yeah. And whoever is feeding you this garbage needs to stop <laughs> because it's just so silly. I, it's just, yep. I, I hate those numbers. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Did you, um, any that, other news for Diablo? Not for that, Diablo. That? No, no. I think no, you covered it. No. Like, I mean... It, I'm uh, interested in seeing the rest of the story out. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably yeah. get into it. But uh, I mean, it's what, six and, and nearly also, six months? based on what you were say- you've been saying about season two, it seems like they're evolving the game in a really positive manner. So, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like people are super happy with that, um, yeah. which is awesome. All right. Uh, World of Warcraft World Soul Saga is going to, uh, I guess, tell a new trilogy of stories um or like a contained story yeah. with these new expansions the last 20 years i'm talking about is gonna be wrapped up at the end of dragonflight um which is the most recent expansion and then going forward they're they're going uh i don't know what, what do you like like mcu or oh the what else is there equivalent yeah phase <laughs> phase two this is phase yeah two. phase two of the wow yeah um the wow saga the w GU. The WGU. Warcraft Gaming Universe, yep. yes. Uh, so, The War Within, Midnight. No, that's not the name of it, is it? It is Midnight, yeah. Midnight, yeah. It seems like there was something missing there. Uh, and then the last Titan, <laughs> uh, the three expansions they've announced, they went into details for one of them, which is The War Within. Um, talked about what's coming out with that one. Uh, but what did you want to touch on in terms of this? What gets you excited? Nothing. I mean, I like. Oh. <laughs> I, I I was just I was just confused, man. Like, I was expecting something a lot bigger than this. To be honest, right? Uh, I was expecting. Yeah, I, I just I don't. But they they're saying that they're going to get another ten years out of the. Was it like another decade of World of Warcraft? Probably, yeah. Like that game's old. People old still play as it. Fuck yeah, for A sure. But like, surely it's time for some sort of significant refresh. 
uh, outside of just the cinematics, which they were actually pretty. I was maybe they'll go back and redo all the assets. The cinematics, but yeah, like I don't know, man. I I just, I I did not really get much out of this. I, I just I was a bit underwhelmed. Um, why? What were you thinking? You gonna get back in? No. I mean, right. yeah, I'll get back in at some point, but yeah, you love um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they jumped in at some point and were like, we're doing a visual overhaul. And now it looks like this because it feels like it's been, they obviously push it a little bit every time they do an expansion, but they haven't gone back into like an entirely like brand new graphics pass on the whole, the whole thing. Mm. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Um, anything else out of BlizzCon that, you know, Overwatch? No. No? No. Something else? Uh, no. I think they're finally releasing Warcraft Rumble, but we played that years ago and it was just a Clash of Clans ripoff, so. Clash yeah, I've got Clash it on Royal. my phone. I've been playing a little bit, um, the last couple of months. Yeah. Not for me. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, the last piece of news here. I I, sl- I put this on here just for you, Job. Uh, IGN gives Modern Warfare Three the lowest Call of Duty score ever. <laughs> they've knocked him ever. off his podium. No, they've been doing it for ages. Oh, have they? They've been doing it for ages. <laughs> when I did Infinite Warfare, no Call of Duty game had ever gotten below an eight. How could you do this? It's crazy that we're doing it, giving it a seven at all. A seven point seven is crazy score. It's never gone below an eight before, Job. And now, a fucking four? <laughs> you telling me I could have given it a four? I could have I could have done that ages ago. Fuck me. God damn it. Um, but yeah, pretty, uh, yeah, pretty negative reception for the old uh, single player campaign of Modern Warfare 3. Uh, I've been, I've heard it compared to a not very good DLC pack for Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, that's the rumor, right? Is it supposed to be a DLC for, yeah. for 2? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, underwhelming. Um, yeah, an inauspicious beginning for uh, the Activision effort under Microsoft's reign. Actually, yeah. there was, speaking of, uh, you can play uh, fucking the first World of Warcraft expansion three days early if you pay $135 ah. for the expansion. Did you see this shit? Early access. No, but that doesn't surprise me. Like, but that's, everyone's that's, doing it. That's horseshit. That is fucking garbage to me. Like, everyone... Like... Play, getting in on day dot is a critical part of a, of a MMO experience, right? Like being left behind, like it is literally baked into the game experience of World of Warcraft, like getting geared up, getting leveled up, getting through content as quickly as human, humanly possible. I know it's, it sh- you know, it doesn't, it shouldn't be, but it is at the root 
of what people do in World of Warcraft. And so this $135 expansion expansion is essentially mandatory for anyone who hopes to fucking keep up with uh with the rest with everyone else, right? Like it's people already take time off for these expansions. Not as many as they used to, but like people do it. And now people will feel like if they don't pay it's it's not like oh uh, yeah i could i could be playing ea sports ufc five five days early or some shit right some game where it doesn't matter the fucking treadmill of world of warcraft is such that if you get on the treadmill three days early you have a distinct advantage right so it's it's just fucking it's horseshit in my opinion uh and they've priced it so fucking high that it's just ridiculous to me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That that sucks. They, uh, they saw that Diablo money coming in and were like, we can do that with everything now. Thank Very you. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's the... I mean, everybody's doing it at this point. It's... Yeah. Well, it doesn't make it any better. No. Um, what's your thoughts on this... Uh, I don't know, splitting of reviews. IGN has listed it as a single-player campaign. Mm. Mm. Like, do you think they should be doing that or should they just be listing under Modern Warfare and, like, review in progress or...? Yeah, it should be review in progress, right? I don't think they should split it out. Uh, that's kind of a cop-out. Um, and I assume it will be combined together into one score eventually uh yeah i don't think i don't think you should review them uh individually unless unless you made a site where that was the the entire fucking idea right like luke always reviews the multiplayer job always reviews the single player something yeah. like that right like you'd have to do it that way otherwise yeah it's too messy in my opinion what do you think? It uh, looks like they've been doing it for a while. Well, like that—that's kind of how it worked. Like, but they—they they always used to call it a review in progress, right? And the scores do get combined, so as long as they get combined, it's fine. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if if they yeah they didn't they did slap that number on, but that's how it worked when I did Infinite Warfare for them. I like this is the single player review. This is the single player score, and then I just updated the score. Uh, with my multiplayer thoughts, but yeah, sure. yeah, they weren't that positive. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, yeah, I I think it should just be one, and it just seems like a bizarre thing to be splitting them. Yeah, for in sure. Half. So. Anyway, um. Does that mean you're back on the Call of Duty for IGN? Can you jump in there and be like, hey, oh, I'm back. I'm back, guys. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Genius. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think I should. I'll hit them up. Uh, no, I don't think so. Have you noticed how IGN has started doing lower scores yeah. recently? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, uh, I walked <laughs> so that I could run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All right, well, there you go. That's the news for this week. Uh, any questions at all? I don't think so. Oh, that's that's okay. Unless I clicked it while I was drunk. Nope. All right. Uh, anything you want to plug or give a shout out to that you've been working on for this week or seen? Go and have a look at my new website, jobyjojo.com. Uh, it's very bare bones at the moment, but uh, uh, yeah. Just dick pics? Uh, no, no dick pics. Um, but I uh, was told I need to have a personal website. Uh, I've finished. I finished another piece of fiction, and I'm shopping it around at the moment. And so, uh, yeah, I was told I needed a personal website, and so I set one up. Uh, basically, just it'll just kind of be a blog uh, cool. where I can put short stories and. Uh, my uh, other stuff um stuff that like books and stuff so uh yeah go and have a look at that pardon me there's a short story up there already that you can read if you'd like uh and there's a link to the book that i wrote and yeah there will be a book to yep. the other book that uh, there will be a link to the other book that i wrote when that goes up uh and yeah that's pretty cool anyway can you use muckrack for books or not muckrack for books i don't think so no it's just articles i think it's just articles yeah yeah fair enough all right cool jobyjojo.com why That's why it. didn't you just go with your name jobgilroy.com uh i don't know i actually because yeah. i already had the domain jobyjojo ah, okay from you can forward like, it from like years and years ago so i was like eh, fuck it i'll use jobyjojo i'm jobyjojo everywhere anyway so fuck it uh yeah anyway so cool. there you go what about you luke you got anything um i think i pimped it all last week um avatar go check out my avatar preview yep. on gamepur.com um you can go have a read of that uh otherwise no that's that's all i've got for this week at the moment more more to come well, stay it has tuned. only been a couple of days yeah yeah, exactly. Um, and I think I mentioned it as well, my uh, interview with Rich Lambert for uh, Elder Scrolls Online. You can go read yep. that. They both went up pretty pretty similar times. Uh, okay, well, there you go. That is the podcast for this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from. We're under the gap of the GA podcast. If you have a moment, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, if you um, want to check out our Discord page, you can go to the gapodcast.com slash Discord where we've got channels in there for video games, movies, TV shows, cooking, word games, all that fun stuff. Yes. Uh, you can talk about, or you can just play video games in there as well. Yep. Um, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our previous episodes of the show. If you want to go check out the backlog, jump in there click on those things and off you go uh that's all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support this show you can go to patreon.com slash the ga podcast uh you can uh, sign up there and we got some tears that allow you to get the podcast a little bit earlier when we can when, mm. when job's not out here signing away ndas and embargoes at three o'clock in the morning on a friday screwing everyone over screwing everyone yep. so that he can talk about talus principle yep it was worth <laughs> it though it was worth it yeah um so thank you to everyone that does that we appreciate your support helps us pay our bills on the site 
Um, yes, thank you. All right. Well, there you go. That is the podcast for this week. Oh, you're lucky about that ice cream last week, Joe. Oh, you nearly owed me some for the uh, the day before. Remember that one? What? <laughs> so close. That has a release date now. They put a new trailer out. Get it's coming out, out in a month. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. It's a scam. There's nothing to it. It's World War Z. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, War Z. You're going to love it when it comes out. You're going to be like oh. talking about it for a, a year at least. No. No chance. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. I do have to get you ice cream though. And I owe Johnny Bravo <laughs> ice cream. Because I bet. Oh, as well. On cricket. Yeah. That's stupid. I don't know I, anything about That's like cricket. five people now you owe ice cream to. And you owe Jesus painting. Uh, and this is, uh, this is a lie. Uh, I don't so, know anybody at Jesus Picture. Well, um, anyway, next week is Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty's out at the end of this week. Multiplayer. Maybe we'll jump into some of that. Yes. Um, and we'll see what happens. We've got a couple of uh, days break in between the next one. So we should have some decent games on the list there. So, uh, yes. Thank you all for listening. And we will catch you next week. Stay safe. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Easy. Knocked it out.